0: Hi, Sandy. My name is Chris Walters, and I live in Michigan, and I want to say how good it is to hear your voice on my iPad. Um, I sure miss you. Um, I've really been enjoying um, Miss Ellis, but she's got some pretty big shoes to fill, and I just want to say thank you for all the time that you've given us. Well, that's really sweet, Chris. Thanks. (laughs) Miss Ellis has really big shoes, so she's doing fine, I think, but that's very nice. I appreciate your compliment. And uh, let me just say, top of the show, we are loving hearing from you. Today, as a matter of fact, we're going to kind of, um, we're going to talk about your email. We're going to comment on them. Bruce is going to join me for the whole show. And uh, we're going to play some of your, uh, the calls that we received because we love them and we want to generate more of them so we can do this. Maybe even on a weekly basis would be fun. So let me just say right up pen. you got your got your pencil and paper. You can call us at 662-821-2040. That's 662 662- 821-2040, or you can write us, and you'll hear that. Many, many of you have been doing this at sandy at afr.net. That's sandy at afr.net. Now let me just read one email I got from someone. This is a guy named Gerg. Gerg. G-E-R-G Gerg. He said, uh, this is what he posts for me. It's Sanctity Week. This is an older email. It's sanctity week because I haven't done this yet since we started the show. But um, he said, I haven't heard the sad fact from the article above anywhere since it appeared. Just one of so many elephants in the room. And what is that elephant? Well, it is the fact that abortion is the leading cause of death worldwide for the fourth year in a row. Now, we have talked about that when I talked to you about preborn, and I'm going to talk about them again in a second. But this is interesting, so I'm going to share some of the things that he sent here. In the article, it says, St- statistics reveal that abortion was the leading cause of death worldwide for the fourth year in a row as the number of abortions nearly quadrupled the number of deaths from infectious diseases in 2022. Worldometer, a database that keeps track of statistics about health, the global population, and other metrics in real time continuously compiles information about the number of abortions worldwide. The latest available... Captured on December the 31st by the internet archiving tool, the Wayback Machine, shows that more than 44 million abortions took place last year. Now, here's interesting. It goes on to say that uh, Worldometer cites the stats from the World Health Organization, uh, who maintains that around 73 million induced abortions take place worldwide each year. Now, that's interesting to me because the World Health Organization, I don't think is trustworthy. I doubt they're pro-life. Uh, so, it was probably larger than that. The second leading cause of death in 2022 was communicable diseases, causing nearly 13 million casualties, casualties. But think about this 73 million abortions, 13 million people dying worldwide of communicable diseases. So, I appreciate you bringing that to my attention, Gerg. And that brings us to the work of preborn. As Mother's Day approaches, I want to highlight preborn because they care deeply for mothers. Their network of clinics exists exclusively to offer love, life, and support to pregnant women who are feeling scared and alone and being pressured to make the ultimate choice that will not only sacrifice the life of their preborn baby but take a piece of their own heart. When a distressed mom comes to Preborn, she's welcomed with open arms and offered a free ultrasound to hear and see the precious life inside of her, and the majority of times she will choose life. This Mother's Day, you can help bring life to both a mom and to her at-risk baby. One ultrasound costs $28, and that's all it costs to save one life. Five ultrasounds are $140. Every single penny goes toward loving mothers and babies as well. And when you become a monthly sponsor, you will receive pictures and stories of lives that you helped save. To get involved, just go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. All right, sit back and relax because today you might hear your voice or you might hear your email and Bruce and I are going to talk about them. So stay tuned to this edition of Sandy Rios 24-7. From American Family Radio, Sandy Rios. We are not called to be nice. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C.
1: is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. I
0: think the most important thing we need to demonstrate to our children is genuineness. That we actually believe what we say we believe. A
2: longtime Fox News contributor, Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us.
0: Seek justice. Not social justice, but God's justice, what's right and what's wrong. Sandy
3: Rios is with the American Family Association. A pro-life radio talk show host.
0: We've got to say, this is the line. Life is sacred. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up. Speak up. Say something. Do something.
3: Hello, Sandy. My name is Herschel. Uh, I started listening to you right as you came up to AFR. And you have really been a blessing. Um, majority of what I know about politics and uh, the Christian worldview is comes to your channel and AFR. I really thank God for you. I served in the military and majority of the time that I served in the military. I was able to navigate the horrors of this world uh, by listening to your broadcast and other broadcasts on AFR. I... I when I heard that you were going out the air, and I re- rejuvenated when I heard that you had your podcast. I really thank you for uh, putting up the good fight and serving God and serving the people of the United States and around the world, if you ask me. Uh, I really thank God for you. Uh, you are a treasure. I thank God that you uh, uh, continue on the fight. And thank you for allowing Bruce to uh, give his pen on or give his wisdom on his all important background. Uh, it's really a blessing to uh, for you both, and thank God for you. I pray that you continue on. May the Lord bless you, your marriage, and your family for many, many more years. Thank you very much. Love you, Sandy. Take care.
0: Wow. All right, Herschel, I don't know. I'm not sure anybody deserves a compliment like that, but we we receive it, and thank you so much. What an honor. What an honor. Well, I've been looking forward to this show. I really have, because ever since we started in January, I've wanted to do an email and calling segment where we could just have a way of talking. Since it's a podcast, it's not live, so I can't take your calls live, and we can't chat together. Uh, so today, we're going to just kind of weave calls an email, and our comments together so that we kind of are uh, doing this. And then I'm going to give you the number and the email address, and hopefully you'll send me some more, and we'll do more of this. So, okay, are we all, by the way, I guess I should say, if you'd like to call 662 821 Two zero four zero six six two eight two one two zero four zero. that's if you uh, all you have to do is you do a pre-recorded message like you've been hearing and then you can email us at sandy at AFR.net, sandy at net. I've asked my sweetheart Bruce who is a former FBI agent a former prosecutor for Cook County in Chicago uh, to join me just to kind of talk about this because he's been my partner in this since we started thank you for joining me honey
1: I'm really glad to join especially since we're going to talk with and about the The listeners, it's really special.
0: It is special. We we got, you know, you said this to me a long time ago. You do you remember? This is a hard job. Yeah, it is hard. It has been hard to do a talk radio, which I've done for so many years, and to cover the news every day, uh, and it gets wearing. But I remember you saying to me after we married, um, because you would see some of the incredible things that people would say. And you'd say, do you think anybody else in any other job, think about it, you're tired, you're worn out, does anybody get this kind of affirmation? It's not natural. I don't, I mean, other other people in radio, and I mean, do, I'm not talking about that, but this kind of business that I'm in.
1: Yes, I do remember saying that because I would laugh because uh, you'd be down sometimes and then I'd see some of these um, affirmations to you and I'd just kind of goad you and I'd say, honey, when I came, when I got through with work today, do you... You think it? My boss came up to me and said, "Oh, I I love you. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. You've done such an amazing job." Uh, no.
0: Yeah, and that, that really did that really affected mm. me, Bruce. So, I, mean, I I just I don't I never did take it for granted, but that really did that was a great perspective. All right, well, let's jump in. Let me go to you first because you got some. We got all kinds of email here. I don't even know what you're going to read to me, and you don't know what I'm going to read to you. But let's just uh, just pick one and let's start.
1: Okay. I really like this one. Here's the email. My name is Steve Sims, and I teach in the music division at Oklahoma Baptist University. And I love to listen to your podcasts and commentaries. I also direct the Bison Glee Club, our men's choir. I am a 2000 graduate of OBU. The reason I am emailing you is I just had a visit from a fellow OBU alum from the early 70s, David Driscoll, who mentioned that one of the ladies who was a, quote, little sister with the group was Sandy Duckworth Rios. He also mentioned that she was in Chicago at one point and has made appearances on Fox News and has her own podcast. Are you that Sandy Rios? I wanted to check and verify. Either way, I am so thankful for your consistent stand for truth in journalism, the truth of the gospel, and the truth in all of life. Blessings, Steve Sims.
0: Well, that is just amazing to me, and ironic. Okay, let me just say why. I, I, when I got on radio on Chicago, Bruce, I used to hear, I heard from a lot of people I hadn't seen in years, because they heard me on the air, and it was that was always fun, but this one's pretty stunning to me, because Steve, yes, I am that Sandy Duckworth Rios that, you know, yeah, was at the time, Sandy Duckworth, and then later Rios, but, um, I went to Oklahoma Baptist University and went so long ago when I graduated um, and I got into the work that I got into. I never ever mentioned it. I never talked about it on Chicago radio uh, because uh, when you do talk radio, you want as little labeling, labeling about who you are and where, where you're coming from as possible. It's better that you just, uh, as eloquently as you can, uh, share your, your perspective and your insights. Uh, but sometimes people will discount you, whether it's your age your uh your location your your growing up. and so I never did talk about it and so it's it, and then, of course, Steve, what you probably know now is i yes, I was a little sister with the bison Glee club. that doesn't mean much to anybody listening, but the bison Glee Club was uh, Oklahoma Baptist University had an incredible music department, that's why I went there. I was a voice major, piano major. The Bison Glee Club was the premier group, but it was, guess what? It was a men's glee club. It was a men's glee club. There were like 36, 40 guys, and there were just, depending on the year, there were seven to nine of us, what were called little sisters. And this is, of course, before feminism took over the planet, because we would, uh, the guys were just real gentlemen. They would treat us like like princesses. We would change Clothing during the performances, we were, you know, beautiful hair pieces and makeup, and we were like supposed to be, you know, the display while we sang. And uh, yes, I, and Dr. Warren Angel was my mentor. He is the founder. He was from New York. He sang with Fred Waring and the Robert Shaw Glee Club. He was a soloist with them, and he was my mentor, Dr. Warren Angel, the founder, Steve, of the Bison Glee Club, which you now conduct. So yes, I am the same, and it's so cool, To have you write me and to hear from you, and that lovely, lovely compliment you gave at the end, which means more than the rest. Thank you. Yeah, you can't match that one. That's hard to top. Yeah, I think I, I I, think I led. Did you max out Trump card? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me read one here. Um, Oh, okay. This is uh, this is whiplash. Okay, ready for whiplash? This is from Linda, and she sends this. uh, She said. I remember that you had been very interested in the 2017 mass shooting event that happened in Las Vegas. For what it's worth, I found this online. Now, let me go back and say, before I read what she sent, yes, I was. This was uh, the largest uh, mass shooting in the United States ever. I don't know if I remember, they don't even have the number of people in this. Remember, it was a concert, and the shooters kind of shut the people off so that they couldn't get out, and I think they shot like, I think they killed something like 60 people, 67. I, I want to say that. Uh, and it was uh, done from the, uh, one of the floors on the Mandalay Bay Hotel. And um, it was done by a guy who was a gambler. And, uh, okay, so I'm going to leave it at that for this moment. Yes, I was fascinated with this story. They never solved the crime. They never solved the crime. The FBI never solved it. They investigated for, well, at least a year before they said a word about it. It was the Harvest Music Festival, and this was uh, during the height of the tensions over Trump supporters and uh, leftists and rightists, whatever you want to call us. And my good friend, Rich Higgins, who actually served on the National Security uh, Council, I think it was called, for President Trump. He was one of many, but he was a unique character. Rich had incredible... He was my guest so often in the morning show. He had incredible knowledge about about war and about intrigue and uh, intelligence services. He was fascinating about, uh, what is it, psychological warfare. So um, he got all over this. He and a bunch of other experts investigated this, and I had him on several times. He ended up writing a a paper on it. I was going to interview him about that paper, and he was diagnosed with this horrible, horrible cancer that racked his body quickly and just took his life. And so uh, I am so suspicious about this thing. I'm suspicious I read this article that uh, Linda just sent me. It says that this is a current article. The FBI opened its investigation the day after the massacre at Route 91 Harvest Music Festival and closed it more than a year later, announcing it had found no clear motive for Paddock's attack. Um, Bottom line, what Rich uh, suspected was that there was more than one shooter. They tracked him. He went to Australia. They named him. Uh, They think there was another motive behind this, much more insidious, having to do with the political persuasion of the attendees. I can't verify that. I don't know that. But that's, Linda, why I had such an interest in it. And I thank you for bringing it to my attention. Those families, oh, I think they're going to get some monetary settlement, but who cares? Who cares? And what happened? You mean the FBI really, really couldn't tell us anything about that? They're telling us now that he was probably upset At the way casinos were treating him. Yeah, so he decided to mass murder people at the concert. I don't don't think that makes sense, but just call me crazy. All right, so thank you, Linda, for reminding me of that, yeah, of Rich. What a loss to all of us. Okay, honey, what do you have over there?
1: All right, well, I think we have a new nickname for you.
0: Oh, Oh, (laughs) dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. (laughs)
1: This one is from Michelle Kenny, and she puts her subject line as Loving the new on demand Sandy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like on demand on television, like watch it when you want to watch it. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, she just says, I am enjoying being able to listen to your show whenever I'm able to. God bless you. Glad you are still giving us this gift. Thank you, Michelle Kenny. But I just thought it's her subject line of the on-demand Sandy was. (laughs) (laughs) I like that.
0: You know, it's funny because uh, a lot of people that we talk to when we go out, who were listeners to the morning show, have had trouble making the transition. Many of them haven't. I'd say a ton of them have made that transition, but a lot of them are having trouble with the nuts and bolts. You have, uh, yeah. Actually,
1: I have uh, a couple of emails that people were asking. and, you know, let me just from personal experience tell you what I find to be the easiest way. If you're trying to explain to someone, how do I find Sandy's podcast? The, the best thing I find is you can either Google Sandy Rios 24-7 AFR, or you can go directly to the AFR.net app. If, if, you have, if you're able to use apps, go to the app. If uh, I know some people are not. Uh, If you go to Sandy Rios 24-7 AFR, it goes immediately to your show, Sandy Rios 24-7. We've also had some people say that not all of the podcasts are able to be accessed. Now, I have not found that. Uh, I checked this morning, and uh, beginning with... Actually, before you even went to the podcast forum, um, there are uh, podcasts of your shows. So hopefully that... It's not a problem for people.
2: Hello, hello. I love you, Sandy. You are so uh, sincere and earnest in your voice. Uh, I love to listen to you. However, I have a little complaint here. Uh, When you uh, interviewed Jacob Lang, you brought forth uh, his... uh, Actually, the Lord spoke to me when you brought forth his PatriotMailProduct.com. I thought... This is really great because I work in a used bookstore in my hometown, and I have access to all these books that those boys would really love to read. And I can't get them to them because when I put patriotmailproduct.com up on the Internet, it says this, this, this website cannot be reached. So would you please... S- someday in your introduction give me a give us a a snail mail address so we can send mail to these these boys in uh, the J- j6 jail please love you stay with it i'm gonna listen to you every day bye bye
0: well, thank you so much. That was, a, that was really a very nice compliment. And I appreciate the, the critique. I, that's what I'm asking for. For some of you who don't like what you're hearing or you have a problem with it, we want to hear from you too at 662-821-2040. Well, caller, here's the thing. Uh, the address that you heard is not quite right. It's, it's patriotmailproject.com. That was the problem. It's project. Uh, so PatriotMailProject.com, and you can easily access the prisoners at the various, they're held in various places like Jacob. Last time we spoke to him was in, in a facility in New York, not in the one in D.C. So they're all over the place, but this uh, PatriotMailProject.com tracks them, and you can write to them. So um, I, I hope that you're listening. When we're airing this, that you can do that, but I'm so grateful that you are um Concerned, and that you really want to write. Jacob Lane, by the way, is one of the J six prisoners. He spent three birthdays there. For those of you that missed that broadcast, and by the way, you might want to go to the podcast, whatever platform you. Uh, if you Google Sandy Rios twenty four seven, you can find one of the platforms, uh, and you can go back in time and listen to that e- that uh, exchange with Jacob Lane because it was pretty pretty dramatic. So hey, listen, thank you for that for bringing that to our attention. It's pa- Patriot Mail Project. Okay, sweetheart, you got something over there?
1: Yes, I have one from Linda. And she says, Hi, Sandy. I am so enjoying your new format. I like it better because there are no interruptions, and you can talk as long as you like with your guests, which are wonderful, by the way. By the way, I'm on my way to your old stomping grounds, Carmi, Illinois, this (laughs) evening. My nephew has a wrestling match. (laughs) <laughs> Take care and keep doing the wonderful job you always do, Linda.
0: Okay, well, Linda, that's really fun. I don't know where you live. You must be in South, You must live in southern Illinois, which is, of course, where I grew up. For people that listen to the morning show, they know that. See, this is something else I never talked to anybody about. All those years I was on. Uh, uh, it's a drive time radio in Chicago. And then later in DC, I never chatted about my hometown. I didn't want to be found for one thing. <laughs> I was not safe, uh, but I feel safer now. I don't think many people will be hunting me down, but yeah, I'm from that little town down there. You've been there with me.
1: Oh, I have. I love it. Uh, my mom grew up 30 miles from you. Yeah. And um, there's something about Small towns. We still go back for what they call Corn Day.
0: Yeah, Corn Day. <laughs> I mean, it
1: is fun. We have a great time. Yeah. It's a town of 6,500, and you really feel like, even though I didn't grow up there, you feel like you're from there.
0: Yeah. And we got a great education. As we've discussed, we had a lot of very, very uh, people who were very successful in life because they got such a great background there. So, yes. So, thank you for that. That w- That's fun. All right. Now, here, let me just answer a few of these quickly. This is from Genevia. Genevia says, um, uh, presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. That's her, that's what she, I think it's, uh, yes, it's a girl. Um, I found this on Wikipedia. It's um, something about Vivek Ramaswamy. He's on Jenna regularly, and I sort of like him, Uh, but what do you think? Uh, He's written and spoken out against stakeholder capitalism, big tech censorship, and critical race theory, He's opposed to the the ESV, Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance Framework. He developed a product that was part of monoclonal antibodies to prevent and treat acute respiratory distress syndrome. So that's a a sketchy report of what she said. But she wants to know what I think. Um, We've heard uh, Vivek Ramaswamy speak, and we were blown away. He was wonderful. There's no question about it. Um, if you want to know what I think, I think we'd have to know more about him. I think he's wonderful on World Economic Forum. He's wonderful on the economy. He's wonderful on uh, the the shutdowns, the lockdowns, all the moves to take our freedoms away. Um, uh, I don't know how he is on other issues. I can't say. I guess we'll learn. He is Hindu. Uh, and that doesn't, um, that means he probably does vary with us on some things with us, us meaning conservatives politically and morally, but it's yet to be seen. So I think the, the, I'd have to, I'm really careful, as you know, I try to be careful. I think I was, I try to be careful with president Trump. I never claimed he was anything. He wasn't. I never claimed he was a Christian. I never did because I don't think anybody could be sure about it. Um, and um, w- yeah, so I just believe in being really uh, very careful and and scrutinize. And uh, look, uh, it's not possible for right now, in this culture, right now in this world in which we live, uh, for just a Christian to be elected to public office. So the the horse is out of the barn. We are, we have opened the floodgates to all the religions of the world, and and so uh, we have to make our we have to think differently. I, I, I wish we didn't, but we do. So we'll see about Vivek Ramaswamy. All right, now here's another one. Um, This is from Kimberly. She says, I knew it. I knew it. I figured out you were friends with Tucker without knowing anything about Crossfire. Uh, We talked about Tucker Carlson's firing, and I told a story about how I got to know him when I used to co-host Crossfire on occasion for CNN. Um, but, But so as nice as that is, Kimberly, I have to say, you know, I'm not like, I don't go out for coffee with Tucker. He's a, he's very busy. He's, a, he's way outgrown, you know, my personal profile, uh, but I still consider him a friend. I think if I saw him, we'd have great memories together, but he's not like an ongoing personal friend. So I don't want to overstate my relationship with him, but I do know it. And this is, uh, oh, Kim also sends this. She says, Kim, Bruce, she says, um, in regard to walking out of movies, because we talked about yes, <laughs> doing yes. that a couple of days ago, you are not the only one. It's a running joke with my husband and I. She also walks out of movies. Oh, boy. That now, does it.
1: she also take the popcorn and leave, leaving her husband without any popcorn the way you
0: do? Or? Oh, I didn't think about that. Well, I don't know. As Kim, you'll have to follow, do a follow-up email at sandy at and tell me if you take the popcorn. All right. Um, you got anything over there?
1: I do. Sandy, my name is Richard Coombs, and I wrote you a couple years ago telling you that my dad was born in Oklahoma in 1920 and lived through the Dust Bowl and the Depression. Sandy, and these are all in capital letters, I love, 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 love you, and we all miss you terribly. I hope you are doing well and recovering well from your medical scenario. Last week, Michelle Bachman said we need to pray and pray and pray. I'm sorry, I just had to write to you and say I am burdened by all the things going on. Please don't go away. Love you, Sandy. Richard.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. So sweet.
1: You know, I think it's neat the way the uh, listeners identify with with your heritage. I mean, um, those were rough days. Uh, You know, there's a great, I believe it's um, PBS, but it's a documentary on the Dust Bowl, Oklahoma in the 1920s and 30s. And, well, I'll tell you, you want to see p- some people that went through some hard times. That's them. And that was Sandy's family.
0: Yeah. My, I got pictures of my family. They look just like they walked out of the movie set, uh, Grapes of Wrath. So it's true. All right. Let's, uh, let's uh, listen to th- Bruce. I think this, this guy doesn't know that you play guitar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's listen to uh, number four. Hey, Sandy.
4: My name is David Gloy. I am a listener, long-time listener. Uh, I I miss your show in the mornings, but I'm glad you have a podcast now. But uh, and I continue to love it. Uh, I I heard you on a being interviewed the other day, and I told my wife. I said that sounds like Sandy Rios. She said, "Well, yeah, I think it is." Uh, <laughs> so I, I really love your show. I keep doing it. One only thing that I really miss is your bumper music when you have had some song featuring a resonator guitar and as a resonator guitar player um, I always loved hearing that bumper music come on and I'd really love to hear it again or if you could just somehow tell me what the name of the song was I'll go download it myself but anyway thank you so much for being on the show and, and keeping it going. Uh, I like it when your husband is joining you. Um, that, that's really great. Um, but best wishes, prayers for you and for our nation as well. Bye-bye.
0: Well, now that was fun. Uh, actually, Bruce, I, I don't even, I, I'm a musician and I, I think I know what he's talking about, the sound. And actually I think, we have that at our, when, at our bumper at the end. I mean, not bumper, our, our outro, our music outro. I think we have a resonator guitar on that. So, David, be sure you listen to the end of the show because I think you'll hear that, and I think you'll be happy. I hope. Oh, this is like the World Health Forum. You, you'll have nothing and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to take a bit of a break, and when we come back, just a few more minutes uh, on the Sandy Rios 24-7.
3: This is Sandy Rios 24-7 on
0: American Family Radio. So, Sandy Rios back with you. Are you enjoying this today? I hope you are. I'm hoping you're enjoying, you know, listening to what other listeners think and are saying, because we're certainly enjoying it. And, of course, uh, one of the ways we're able to do this, as you know, is with the support of Preborn. They are our premier, fabulous sponsor because they do great work. They do important work. They save lives. Uh, and so for just $28, you can sponsor a life-changing ultrasound and write a new story for a new mom and a saved baby's life. Donations of any size go toward saving babies and caring for their moms, and all contributions are tax-deductible. When you give, you'll receive pictures and stories of lives your gift helped to rescue. Just go to preborn.com slash Sandy, that's preborn.com slash Sandy, and make your most generous donation, especially with Mother's Day coming up, It'd be a wonderful way to honor a mother or, or your own mother or a sister or your own wife or your kids. Uh, so preborn.com slash Sandy. All right, Bruce, we, let's just do one more email before we say goodbye today. What have you got there?
1: All right, well, this is a serious one. Hey, Sandy. Not sure if you remembered me I, re, I have emailed you a few times over the past years. I am Ricardo Johnson, the man with nine children and a beautiful, awesome wife that homeschools our children ages sixteen years to five months. six boys and three girls. love your new podcast I love your new podcast twenty four seven I have listened to every one of them, and they are good. I am African American and am shocked by some of the things I heard about Martin Luther King recently from an African-American pastor. I had heard about the adultery claims, which are terrible, and that he was a smoker also. I have never heard that he did not believe in a literal hell, and also had questions about the virgin birth and some other things that were shocking. Have you heard any of these things? I am asking you because I feel I have a kindred spirit with you on godly righteous views so I trust what you say. God bless, Ricardo.
0: Ricardo, thank you. I do remember you. I, I do. Rem- I think you called in too. Uh, maybe that's what you meant. I think you called into the show. I remember we had some great conversations. I uh, about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. The thing I would say, I do uh, no I certainly have read in many places uh, that they had uh, quite a file on him, uh, and he was an unfaithful husband to his wife. Um, And then I, as far as the, uh, about the literal hell, I I don't know anything about that, but I will tell you what I know about the virgin birth situation. I, because I was in Chicago and so much of the civil rights movement was centric there, a lot of my uh, activist friends on the south side of Chicago who were black, uh, worked with uh, Dr. King. And I remember uh, Hiram Crawford, who was who he and his family became such good friends to I me. Mean, Hiram was a just a tower of a man, um, a powerhouse of righteousness. He used to go to the city council and just prophesy. I don't know what else to call it. He didn't call it that, but I'm calling it that. He would just speak out and rebuke the city council at that time for what they were doing. He had so much courage. It was amazing. And he told me once in an interview that... Um, that, now this is not Dr. King, this is Jesse Jackson, Jr. He, in fact, he gave, me, he gave me this letter signed by Jesse Jackson, Jr., first of all, Jesse Jackson, that he was not Jr., that he was pro-life. He signed this thing saying he was pro-life, but on the flip side, he also recanted his belief in the virgin birth. Uh, he didn't believe in it, and he had to flip and say he did believe in it in order to be ordained. So that, I'm saying that to tell you that was a thing then. That was a thing, and so I I don't know where Dr. King uh, was on that. I find it hard to believe that he would not believe that Jesus came from a virgin birth because obviously, as we know, that would that would negate all of his powers, God. He would just be a man, and uh, that's just that's apostasy. And I believe that Dr. King had a genuine faith. I think when when I hear him speak, I don't know about the rest of you, but I just feel the Holy Spirit. I just do. Now, how do how do we explain then the if if he didn't if he did believe in the virgin birth and there's nothing to the literal hell thing and, the, and he did you know have adulterous affairs what does that mean about him it means that he was a sinner uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't a genuine Christian um, you know preaching the word I I know this is counterintuitive. But all of the, think about all of the men in Scripture, and they were mostly men, had sin in their life. Of some, they were never perfect people. Abraham lied about his wife Sarah. I know this is Old Testament. I know all the arguments. Never, David committed adultery. He was a man after God's own heart. This is no excuse. That's the problem. Think People may think I'm trying, trying to say it's no big deal. I'm not saying that. Terrible destruction was done when these things happened. And terrible destruction was done in some way, even if just in his family, when Dr. King was uh, was unfaithful to his wife. But I still think it's possible that God uses flawed men sometimes to speak for him and say powerful things. If he used a donkey, he can use uh, someone who's got sin in his life. Uh, I, I think that's totally not God's way and not his plan for us. And it is, uh, means that Dr. King was uh, duplicitous too. So I, but I still think it's possible that he was genuinely a powerful man of God, flawed, a lot of of flaws, but powerful. So that's what I think, Ricardo, for what it's worth. I want to say one last thing here. This is, uh, I've had lots of people ask me about the mailing list. And I want to take time just to say this. I'm going to say it quickly because we've gone, we have, this has been a long show with all these comments and phone calls and stuff but um, I have not given out the Facebook and the Twitter and the Instagram accounts and all of that in a while, uh, nor have I given out the website for a reason because we've, we've really been struggling, uh, struggling with some uh, some issues on those things. And I so the, uh, the mailing list goes to the website, and the website is flailing for reasons I'm not going to go into, okay? Let me just say uh, it's been a struggle. So we're trying to get all of that in order before I tell you once again uh, to, to do, uh, to follow or look for information there. So just be patient with us. I'm really working on it. And you know what? If you wanted to pray for me to be able to work that out so that that part of our of our show and our podcast is whole and functioning properly, I would really appreciate it. Seriously. I would. So I think that's all we have today. Honey, do you have anything else?
1: No, but it's really fun to I feel like at least we're interacting directly with you who are listening out there because You mean a great deal to us, and I know you mean a great, great deal to Sandy.
0: Yes, that's true. All right, well, I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Sandy Rios 24-7.